1: Why you say 15 when I was trying to hear, but you had the voice of God going and I didn't hear nothing, and then I couldn't start on time. And then <laughs> you're listening to truth in the afternoon of your house not to get... I had to get you. And then I and so I'm sitting there going, okay, so I have no idea where the opening is I don't know. Yeah, but then if I break something, then it's gonna be like but but you'll just stop it in there, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. Because nothing's lit up. Wait a minute. Nope, nothing. Nothing. Oh, wow. I don't know what that is. Let me stop. Let me quit. Now some flash and stuff. 83321 poop done. <laughs> Look, now it's flashing. Now we got to call somebody. Where's John? Where's the where, help? <laughs> oh, he left. <laughs> He's like, bye. Uh, something happening? Yeah. Okay. I'm gone. Yep. 8332121017 1, is the number. It's It's been a bizarre, weird um, day. And so. I don't know which stories to read because they're so. They're so, you know. I'll start with something very, 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 very simple.
0: Number five.
1: It's early in the COVID pandemic when cinema executive Michael Barstow checked out Shore's former movie theater, Main Street Theaters Incorporated, surveyed the former I Pick. Entertainment Inc. Cinema, an affiliated bowling alley and restaurant that had closed in 2018. So, if all things go well, we just might. And then it happened. The first meeting with Bayshore operator Cypress Equities LLC eventually led to the October 6th announcement that Main Street Theaters would open a six-screen ACX Cinema as well as gaming and bowling and backlot pizza and kitchen restaurant at the former IPIC. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. Because I'm like a movie, like, should I say movie hound? That makes it sound kind of strange. Movie, but no. I'm, mm. Movie maestro, movie uh, aficionado, the movie maven. There you go. The movie maven. I'm a movie maven. And so, yeah, I think that that's what I'm going to do. I love I love walking um into the movie theater, smelling the popcorn, um, listening to the opening previews. So, I mean, that's just me. I think that it would be great. I think that we will have a great time. And I'll be like first in line. That's just me. I will be first in line to stand up and go, hey, I want to see the movie. I want to see the movie. I want to see it. Number four. One of my favorite actresses, Angela Lansbury, passed away today at the age of 96 years old. She's been seen in uh, literally dozens of movies that have uh, portrayed her. She is a English-born, which a lot of people didn't know. She's, a, she's American. I believe she's an American citizen now, but she was English-born, and uh, she has been star of stage tv and movies and so i don't know what awards she has won but um she's legendary and and very very few like i i think what what's her name from england who played the queen years ago um Marin, i forget her name something Marin. her um I mean actresses that I don't see anymore. Like I'm not really happy with some of the actresses that are out today. They're not very um versatile. They're not very good. That's just me though. I'm just I'm just one guy. I'm just one guy but I don't I'm not really eh I'm not uh <laughs> very happy with them. That's just me. But I think um, it's important to recognize that she was a star, that she did a phenomenal job at her uh, craft, and that she has done um, a great deal of good here in the good old U.S. of A. And I think she will be pretty much sorely missed.
2: Number three.
1: The next story I'm having trouble reading, I'm having trouble with it, because once again, we hear about it. Today, the police were called to 83rd and Florist around 3.30 p.m. A 17-year-old boy was shot near Madison, James Madison Academic Campus, yesterday. And so we're waiting to hear um, about that particular person's um, condition. And see what's going on with that. Is this number three or number two? Number two. Number two. Washington County proposes raising property taxes to hire more police officers with new anti-crime plan referendum. This is from Hartford on TMJ4.com. Washington County officials are hosting a number of town halls to talk about passing an anti-crime referendum on the ballot Ahead of election day. Dozens of residents gathered yesterday in town hall in Hartford to hear from Sheriff Martin uh, Schultes County executive, Josh Shulman and others on the proposal. More funding for the sheriff's department is something officials say is a major need to prevent crime before it happens. If passed, the new referendum will add, 30 and a half new positions to departments across the sheriff's office raised the property tax levy by $3.6 million to $40,018,760, which is a 9.8% increase for property owners. I wanted to learn more, and I do think it's worthy of a yes, says Joan West from West Bend, 12-page handout given out at the meeting. Filled with studies and statistics on why the Sheriff's Department says they need more staffing. According to the data, the county population has increased more than 50,000 people over the last three decades. 1980, population was 85,000. Today, it's 135,000. And the number of officers working each shift has not been adjusted and so on and so on. And so we have to look at the type of thing that they're doing there. Many times their taxes are not high anyway. And so when you raise taxes in that way, it's it, it may not impact them in any foreseeable way. It's, it's a 10% increase. But if you're already paying, let's pick a number. If you're paying $5,000, a 10% increase, right, is $500 divided by 12 months. And if you paid monthly, that's only 42 bucks a month. So we say it. But is it really that that much? No. I think that's something Milwaukee wants to consider. I mean, everybody talks about raising taxes, but you need to raise taxes for a reason. You need to raise taxes in order to help substantiate um, change that's going on in a city.
0: Number one
1: from WISN.com. Milwaukee police detectives are trying to find the person responsible for a double shooting that left a 12 year old dead and her mother injured. Family identified the girl as Olivia Schultz and said she was a sweet, one of a kind girl. Her mother, Celeste Wilson told 12 news, Courtney Sisk. She And Olivia were getting groceries out of their car in the alley between 37th, near 37th and Aurora, where a few boys, possibly teenagers, were hanging out. She said she looked at them because they looked suspicious and were wearing masks. And she'd seen them in the area before. He said, can I have my face back? She recalled that phrase can be used when someone is blatantly staring at another person. And she said, we just live here. That's why we're looking at you. Olivia's dad, Daryl Schultz, tearfully said to 12 news. All I wanted to do is go in my house, get my stuff, get the kids and the groceries in the house and go on with our day. Like we usually do. Wilson said, but he had other plans, I guess, because he just got down three or four houses from my house and opened fire. For what reason? I don't know. When I see him, I would like to ask him why, because he took my baby and I can't get her back. Investigators say all of this happened here. 37th and Roar, around six o'clock. PM. A witness told the Madison 12 news reporter, Nick Bohr, they heard what sounded like automatic gunfire. Wilson, 46, recovering from her injuries, still has a bullet lodged in her side. And the Milwaukee police initially sent out an overnight report that indicated the mom complained that the young men were hanging out around an abandoned property and would dump stolen cars in the area. The mom told 12 news that wasn't true. And that she had only seen them in the area once before. Police then sent an email to the media saying the report was sent out was unintentionally sent to MPD media list and to please disregard the email and its contents. Police are asking anyone for information to contact them. A 12-year-old killed because of something someone might have done. A 12-year-old is dead in the city of Milwaukee because of something someone thinks you did. And I'm just being quiet because I'm waiting for the protest to begin. I'm waiting I'm waiting for the screaming and the hollering to begin. I'm waiting for the 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 door to open up and somebody jump in and start screaming and hollering and say hey it's terrible. But it's unfortunate.
0: We're not. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the truth app at 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 One zero one seven. Helen Marin. That's who it was. Helen Marin. Thank you. I appreciate it. It will come from LT, the actor, right? 12 year old shot and killed yesterday is on the talking text line. 38th and Roar, her 46 year old mother also shot. I missed about two hours of the Tory show, but I haven't heard anybody talking about it at this station. And so I didn't see this until after I read it and then he sent it and he he said, I think you're the only one who talked about it today. Possibly. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but anyway, it says, you're right. Where's black lives matter. George Soros and his three, Mary. Um, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, when you need them, I forgot they in, Calabasas and their million dollar homes 12 year old child murdered darn shame my words not theirs (laughs) so talking text line um Ronnie goes back and says push government to live up to what's written of by and for the people the common defense general welfare sure Sure. As long as it doesn't impede on my personal right to do what I want to do and my personal right doesn't impede on anyone else. I think it's okay. But when it does, then we got to step in and fix things. I just find it interesting. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. So, we've talked about these stories over and over and over. How many kids have been killed in Milwaukee? Like in the past couple months? Like how, how many children under the age of, say, what, 17? Under the age of 18? Have been killed. I just wonder, I mean, what exactly are we doing when we hear that someone else might have done something and we tear the world upside down and burn it down when the person that does ill will in our community is white? And we hear absolutely nothing when the actor and the victim are black. How do we rectify, how do we correct the information that every time we turn on TV First of all, I'm tired of watching and listening to WISN, CBS 58, TMJ4, and Fox 6 Now give negative stories about the black community. As if there's no crime anywhere else in the city. There's no crime as heinous or as devious. That I get. But it's unfortunate. Everybody has an idea of what should be done. Everybody has an idea of who should do what. They're just not doing it. And I I just find that interesting. Nobody wants to do anything. Nobody wants to bother. Nobody wants to step up and say, hey, you know what? We need to fix this. You have a 12-year-old. You have a 12-year-old. What's, I wonder what the time frame is on it, but there's been 21 underage homicides. I'm assuming that's for the year. I'm assuming that's for 2022. 21, not one March. None. I don't understand that. Not one march, not one crossword, not one scream, no anger, just pity. I don't get it. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number, Prince. You're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. How's it going, man?
2: Fine, brother Prince. Brother uh, Ken, Doctor. Excuse me, Doctor Ken Harris. Thank you for allowing me to give a comment. Uh-huh. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh I'm a. You know, I'm a very strong supporter of your show. Uh Listen to it every day. I agree with you. One. Hundred percent. Keep up the awesome, awesome job, sir. All right. that, that's my only that's my only comment.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Have a blessed day.
1: All right, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. 833-212-1017 is the number. So so we've we've got a kid, 12 years old. Twenty twenty-one of them have died this year. Twenty-one. haven't heard anything from anybody nothing maybe i missed the news release i got to go back and check maybe, maybe we had a march maybe you know maybe somebody stepped up and screamed and hollered and walked through the neighborhood and said we got to end all this violence maybe but then again maybe not al from milwaukee you're on the new 1017 the truth how are you
2: Hey, how are you doing, Dr. Ken? Um, while you were talking, I went back to try to figure out what that area was and what's happening over there, because I've been hearing a lot over around the Roar area. And it was about a year ago that that three-year-old Major Harris was killed over there. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on, because they had a lot of cameras there last year looking for Major Harris, what the alder person is doing uh, to address crime, and what the uh, police chief is doing that seems like an area that needs to be targeted for some <clears throat> uh, legal enforcement.
1: Well, what legal enforcement could you do to stop a crime from happening that you don't know is going to happen?
2: Um, <clears throat> so part of the story wasn't it about concern about a vacant house that was being frequented by, I guess, juveniles? Okay. So, what do you do when you have a vacant house where you have a lot of loitering going on?
1: You call the police.
2: What steps do the neighbors take to get that house, um, how can I say, put back in order or taken out of order, boarded up?
1: You call the alderman.
2: And since that area has had a lot of problems, I'm wondering who that alder person is and how active they are in that area.
1: I don't know. Who is
2: it? Um, I'm trying to search here on the internet. Um, I don't want to be incorrect, but I'm thinking it's an alderman. We all know.
1: (laughs) Well, well, we know it's one of the 15, right? And so I don't think Uh it really matters who it is. And I don't think it really matters putting the person on blast because the alderman, well, it doesn't matter because the alderman doesn't, well, the alderman doesn't stop or start crime
2: in their area. Well, the alder person does put in requests to have more police patrols. The alder person does put in requests to have certain problematic properties um, looked at. Well, So th- th- those are the things that the elder person does do.
1: Citizens can do that.
2: True, but so... when you have a lot popping off in your area of your, your kingdom, because each aldermanic district is that alder person's kingdom, right?
1: I wouldn't call it and a kingdom. I think be, you're using um, exaggerated words to make it sound worse, but it, it's not a kingdom. We're we're not in a fiefdom where you get to come in okay. and, and take over stuff. Bottom line is, is we, can't blame an al- for- we can't blame an alderman or an older woman for a homicide that they had nothing to do with and that they don't control. They can request from the what police department. Pattern- uh, huh?
2: What about patterns of crime in the neighborhood? How is that the alderman's? Job. We can, we can call the there? police, yeah. we can
1: let the police know, but anything an older person can do, you as a, as a citizen can do. So why dump it on the older okay. person when the citizens aren't calling?
2: What should the older per- person be getting paid for, $74,000 a year?
1: To represent their constituency. So if the constituency don't speak up, they may or may not speak up. But talking text line is saying it was Ashanti Hamilton, not Khalif Rainey. But does it matter who it was?
2: No. Did I mention Khalif? Did I mention Khalif's
1: name? I'm just I just said it. Like, why are you getting defensive? Uh, What are you getting uh, defensive for? I'm just wondering. It's 15 of them. You can say all their names. Oh, Russell Stamper. Uh, I mean, like, you can go on and on and say all their names. you can't hold an older person or older man or woman responsible for someone else committing a homicide. If the citizens oh, wait, don't like wait, it, they can wake up. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Got, wait, wait. Hey, hang on just a moment. I'm, I'm not done talking. Hey, hey. I'm not done talking. Okay. They can pick up the phone. They can call the police. They can have a meeting with the captain. They can do all those things that... Their representative can do. Matter of fact, they can call their representative to meet them at the police station, and then we can have the conversation. But to dump it on them like they're the hey, you do it. I'm not going to do it. You step up. I'm not going to step up. You get paid. You're the you're you're the politician. I'm not. So I'm going to sit here and be quiet and let you do all the work. It's too late for that.
2: Here's a here's a curious point. Yes, sir. If you going back to last year, you had. And there's more, been more than um, one incident along that Roar Street corridor in that area, over over the last 12 months. Okay, but you had a the, the major incident with the three-year-old getting shot. But yet, if that's Ashanti's area, didn't he just get a promotion to the Office of Violence Prevention?
1: I wouldn't call it a promotion. He got moved over to somewhere. I mean, if if you if you call it promo- well, that that's that's what you call it. Promotion is promotion. Okay. Yes, he did.
2: So, what are we basing his credentials in that office on? If his area was having these issues,
1: I don't know if you can look at an automatic area and compare that to an appointment as a director of an office. There are there Did there many. Was, part-
2: have some expertise and knowledge in the area of violence.
1: No, because it's a political appointment, and we all know political appointments are political appointments. Did everybody that runs the city and in DCD, do it. Did everybody who runs the city in in office of of African American affairs or whatever it is? Like, I mean, nobody's perfect. Nobody's. I mean, so what? What level are we holding people to? What I want to know is what's it going to look like when you're done? That's what counts for me. And if you uh, look at, and precursors. if you look at, and if you look at <laughs> that particular Aldermanic area. Clearly, nothing was done. Now that I will agree with you. There was nothing
0: done.
2: But so given the track record of that person handling that area, what do you think they're going to ultimately do for the entire city in that Office of Violence Prevention? Ask
1: me in a year. But I got to roll because I'm behind okay. and I got people holding on. But I want to thank you, Al. All right, I appreciate great. it. Take care.
0: Mm-hmm. bye More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You're
1: listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. J.D. from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Good afternoon,
3: Doctor Ken. I ain't called in in a while. Hey, what's up? Um, somebody said that nobody on the radio had mentioned it today about the forty-six-year-old woman getting shot. And a twelve-year-old Tory did bring it up in the okay. first thirty minutes, so All it right. was it was addressed on the station. Excellent. That's first. Uh, second, about um, the, the previous caller, he was talking about uh, it was about uh, people dumping uh, stolen cars in her area. Uh, Fox Six. Said they interviewed her, and she never uh, told the young men that, I guess, allegedly kill her daughter and shot her. She said that that conversation did not occur, according to uh, Fox 6 Online, as of maybe two hours ago, unless it's been updated again and someone else has done another interview with her. So that's second. And um, third, I live a few blocks from Serve Forum on a cul-de-sac, and we look out for each other. In the 44 years that house has been there, my whole family has... Uh, been in that house someone continuously we had one break-in on our block and it was someone uh, son who was on crack broke into his own dad house so when you protect yourself protect your neighborhood things don't happen we constantly looking out the window that's some right posters came through the other yeah some posters came through the other day uh, in a black car with black tinted windows, with all black on, but they was from uh, like a get out the vote thing. Right. We all was on the phone. Who is that? Did you order Uber <laughs> Eats? We looking constantly. That's right, and 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 that's what you got to be on. My my alderman is Russell Stamper, and he pretty decent. We got some no parking signs in our code, to fact and we can have them turned around and turned accordingly, like when the, uh, the Bucks was playing, right. we got them turned around right. so that people wouldn't park in our area because we don't want them over there. Just like in other neighborhoods, people don't want us there. Sometimes we don't want you people from the suburbs and our stuff. Stay away sometimes. You don't want us around, don't come. For sure. and, and you have to be able to mobilize and do your own stuff. And um, somebody, uh, the last caller also mentioned Ashanti Hamilton as the head of violence prevention. Violence prevention is a, a resource center that allocates funds. That's what they do. They don't actually prevent violence. That's the name. To prevent violence, you have to be involved in your community. You have to be reaching out to people. They provide money to other organizations that provide grassroots support and do things in our community. I know a few people that are affiliated with the Office of Violence Prevention, and they are awesome. Yep. Yes, that lady that got uh, – that got kicked out has some budgetary issues because it's a budgetary deal, and Ashanti Hamilton is good at budgets because that's what aldermen do. That is the primary objection. I mean, primary uh, a thing for an alderman allocation. Allocation. You're
1: allocation. correct.
4: Allocation.
3: I got. Yeah, I couldn't come up with the word, but that's yep. what they do. We need to know what what our civic duty is and what what their job is, and and if we uh if we have no idea what these people do, they'll continue to run over us. All right. And that—that that was my point for the day, Doctor Ken. Love you
1: much. Have a good one. Love you too, brother. Take care. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Renee from Milwaukee. You're on the new one zero one seven. The truth.
4: Uh, God bless you, sir. Uh, pleasure to be on your line. Uh, I was calling because I've been thinking about this for a long time concerning all of this uh, homicide uh, and violence. That particularly the homicides um, that we consider talking about invoking the death penalty in Wisconsin. Um, I know it's been controversial over the years, but I think just the mere discussion of it might give some of these people pause about taking people's lives so uh, cavalier like this. But something has to be done. I think we need to have a serious discussion about invoking the death penalty in the state of Wisconsin and see uh, how it goes. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. But one of the issues I have with the death penalty before we go to break, we got Sandra and Winky Blue holding on. The problem with the death penalty is that, one, it's a final solution. Two, it's an absolute and there's no way you can come back from it. And three, I think the problem, if if you really ask me, the problem is the fact that we're not doing anything on the front end to stop people from getting to the point where you have to kill the 12-year-old.
0: This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: Listening to Truth in the afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, eight three three two one two one zero one seven 1017 is the number 43 minutes after the hour. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth.
5: Hey, Dr. Ken. Hey, how are you? I am fine. How are you today? I'm doing great. Okay. Um, I was listening. In fact, I was listening when you first started, and um, so I wasn't really gonna call today, but then when I heard you say about the um the shootings and the young kid that got shot mm-hmm. and um yeah, you know, we talked about that before, you remember that. And I told you what I felt they have to do. I think they gotta get bulletproof helmets and bulletproof vests since it's nothing no one can do. We really? can run around and say we can, really? we can go around in circles and group up everybody. I have a really? neighborhood where ain't no people. But you got houses and you got everybody come through here in liquor stores and stuff. And so, yeah, everybody get booed, helmet in the city. There's nothing we can do. because I'm going to tell you one thing. Come on, Sandra. Yeah,
1: it, you've I'm seen gonna, bad. I'm sorry. Let, let, let me let you, you finish. Let me let you finish. If it was somebody
5: important. Somebody important. And they live down here. I guarantee you they can find out the killer as quick as you snap your finger. That's true. Sure. And That's so uh, if something can be done, but since they cry about the second amendment, but yeah, we can almost get our first amendment erased that we can't even uh, vocalize eventually cause they're trying to run this place into an autocracy. But you know? I don't, I don't and, know if uh, the second pull...
1: amendment is the argument to use for people with guns that are illegal anyway.
5: But these are these guns that are terrible. AK47 they
1: i But they're not uh, shooting each other with AK47s. They're shooting each other with semi-automatic weapons. The guy had an automatic. Did no, they didn't. They said weapon? it looked like automatic cuz everybody says when they hear uh-huh. a bullet that it sounds like an automatic weapon. But they didn't see it, so they uh-huh. don't know. I'm I'm just saying
5: Okay, yeah. Well, I'm just saying what I say. I'm going to say it again. I said it before. Let's get prepared. Let's get our armor and act like we got a war. Like but, wait got a over minute, here but wait in a minute. But wait a minute. Some
1: of the things that we've <laughs> overcome, some of the things that we have gone through, civil rights, lynching, uh, shootings, not getting jobs, the great migration. We made it through slavery, but you're telling me we can't make it through crime in our neighborhood? But we work together. You know, I'm, I, I'm in a neighborhood, you know, people. What are you willing to do? What door. are you willing but to little do? The
5: people that's here.
1: What are you willing to do to stop the crime in the city of Milwaukee?
5: Hey, everybody that called the show today, let's all of us get a march. Cause it, but that's it's not so what I'm saying. I'm saying, what are we going to do?
1: What are we going Look. to do?
5: Doesn't it happen on the expressway? They've been having expressway shooting. Walking and and that did too. not
1: stop anybody from killing anybody. Rioting did not stop you, well, anybody from killing anybody. Burning down houses and, and burning down Sherman Park did not stop guns. anybody but from the reason killing they anybody. they
5: burned down Sherman Park the police shot that guy. You know, most of the time black people don't march unless somebody got shot and the police shot him or they were running away. And from what I understand, they're not supposed to shoot them in the back unless it was a big threat to them. But uh I, I only marches I really that's saw a them bit, do is That's when a bit that's a bit inaccurate, but I'm
1: gonna let that that's a bit inaccurate, but I'm gonna let that go.
5: Yeah, yeah, well that's when I see the the big marches come about. But uh, you know, as far as this kind of stuff, it's it's gotta go a little bit like I said, I just said what I want to say. i okay. as long as you got your guns and all of this stuff. I like I said, I wasn't going
1: to call. So who's going go to clients. who's going who's supposed to get rid Don't of their go gun? i going to
5: because you're going to have
1: these shootings. Who's supposed to get rid of their gun?
5: Well, yeah, look. Well, we got to answer my question: get our heads Who's supposed
1: to get rid get of the guns? No, Ain't you made a statement, Sandra, and I'm going to hold you to it. And so I'm going to ask you a everybody question: is Who a is supposed okay, to get rid of the guns? Who gets rid of their guns? I didn't
5: say get rid of them. Yes, I'm you did. Wear your vest yes, and armor. you did. You said get rid of the guns. Do. Okay, you... maybe I said uh, okay. we, we can't do nothing about it because everybody says hmm. you can't get rid of guns, you can't do this.
1: So you complain about people in prison, you complain about black men going to jail, but if you shoot and kill somebody like a 12 year old, should you go to jail?
5: Well, once they've proven it, they got their little trial and they proved right. they did it. I'm not complaining. I'm just okay we well, then, well, then, wrong, well then well then well then one right, of the right? ways,
1: so one of the ways we need to do on the back end or on the front end is to prosecute people. On the back end, uh, we have to actually speak up and stop people from committing crimes in our neighborhoods. We've got to
5: prosecute them equally equally. Don't come here and say You're not going to get treated equally here. because
1: each person is not but, equal. Uh, so, no, no, no. based on you your background, no, you're right. not. You're not listening. Hang on. Yes, based on your background, ahead, yeah. based on your background and the crimes you've committed up to the time that you were taken into custody, all that plays a part in how you're sentenced.
5: Yeah, but the least don't get sentenced. They get cover
1: up. Cover up for them. No, they don't. So stop! Oh, stop, Sandra! Stop. Cops have okay, gone to jail you know, every time. Yeah, look at this stuff. Come on, they that judge. What was it a judge
5: or something? You're giving you're
1: me about? individual instances against a group of people that many of them have not done what you said. Now I'm not taking up for okay, the police. I'm, I'm just talking about what the data says. because you know bad cops should go to jail. I know it's not fair. Sure,
5: and we got to get it because that's what they say about, about black people. It's never going to be fair for black people. Put it that way. Okay, but uh, like I said, y'all get your armor. Get now your that I'm ready. that I'm about ninety five percent
1: agreement do. that it 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 won't be un, it, it won't be fair for black people. Okay, I okay, give you that. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to Sandra. She don't get flustered. She don't get upset. She don't get mad. She don't get nothing. But that's my girl. Because she's my elder. She's an elder of the community, and she get to say what she wanna say. That's all I'm saying. Winky Blue, on the other hand, what's going on? Good afternoon, sir. How are you, Good sir? Good afternoon, man. What's you, up? I'm, I'm blessed. You, you know
6: something? I was listening to one of the lower callers earlier that was talking about the uh, nuisance property in his neighborhood. And, <coughs> excuse me. And you said that it was not no, uh, that the alderman doesn't play a part in that. I have nothing to say. About. Is that what you said?
1: I wasn't talking about nuisance property. I was talking about shootings and crime, and as it as it relates to when some. Can I? You asked me a question. Let me answer. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so what I was saying is that in the initial time that things happen, in the initial instance that a crime occurs, the alderman doesn't have anything to do with that. They can only react after the fact. Okay, so go ahead.
6: That's not what the the caller was stating. Who does he call contact about getting the property uh, looked at? This B- a house or whatever. People are in there every day.
1: I don't recall and him who should he asking him. me who she should call. I think that was a rhetorical question because he was intimating that it's the alderman's fault.
6: Well, I think he was asking a question because he was asking about how and who does he, how does he get this situation together? However, he can contact neighborhood services and they would probably refer him to the alderman. Uh, or the, the neighborhood services might come out and do their thing, and then they would refer it over to a, 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 a liaison officer to go out right. and take a look at it. And be, it right. be deemed a nuisance property, the alderman has power to to go past the the uh, uh, neighborhood services and go straight to the uh, the liaison police department and say uh, and say go out and check this property. First of all, we but have a to citizen can the do alderman. that.
1: The point that I was making to him is a citizen can do that. Al could. Go talk to the no, police department and have on. them a check cit- it.
6: No, a, a citizen don't have the power of an alderman. As a matter of fact,
1: the, the alderman is more point. powerful than the building. You're missing my point. Huh? You're giving power to a person that you elected that you tell what to do? He
6: has that power and authority. I tell then you what. Then tell him, him, him what to, to do. But you can go do.
1: to the police department and complain about an, about an abandoned building where they're having crime issues. Well, they'll
6: take a report. They'll take a they'll take a report or a statement. No, you
1: have neighborhood stadium. liaison officers who whose job is to actually do that.
6: That's correct. But to get those guys moving on that particular uh, project that you might be interested in, the alderman can put some fire under them and do it. Look, you can have too many doggone squirrels in your neighborhood, brother, and the alderman can set up a, a, a rodent and control and get out there rats. The aldermen play a part in that. That's why they I'm have well aware of that. I'm well aware yeah. of
1: that. But it sounds like the only person you see. Part of the problem in Milwaukee is that we give the aldermen so much of our power that we pretend like we don't have any unless the alderman does something. Or if the alderman or woman says that, that you can't get something, then it's just over. And it's not. Like if that yeah, person I, doesn't I, I, give I, I, you what you want, then you go over their head. You go to the mayor's office. You go and you complain and you make it public. And if they don't do it, vote well, them out of office. A lot of times, a, a
6: lot of times, brother Ken, they'll, they'll even if you go as far as the mayor, uh-huh. uh, they'll revert back. They'll revert it back to the alderman, and he'll sure. sit on his decision. Then vote, then vote them out of hand. office.
1: Then vote them out of office. But I would, okay. Start a campaign okay, well, and like get
6: rid of. I would like to tell that caller that called in. Brother, go to the ultimate, lay on the ultimate, and if you do have a complaint, don't call in trying to sneak a snitch. Okay, I don't know if I can. Okay, I'm done. Dude, if you got a right. problem, call the have a good man, day. Man.
1: Don't snitch. Like, are you kidding me? I have a problem in my neighborhood, and you don't want me to call the police? Tell the tell what? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I'm done. That was snitching by saying I have a problem in my neighborhood. Police, can you take care of it? Wow. Hmm. Hey, never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms. The Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Want to say thank you to DZ. Thank you to Kyle Wallace. Kind of pinch-hitting today. Little in-and-out thing, so want to say thanks. Tori Lowe shows up next along with Tori Lowe. So he's coming up, and I'm just being silly. It's just one of those days. Uh, Tori Lowe's coming up, and then we'll get Sherwin and everybody and DZ and all them folks coming up. Just make sure you keep your radio on because it's 7 o'clock. You'll have the award-winning morning show with Mel and DZ. That's all. Mel coming back tomorrow. That's what's up. Whoop, whoop. I'll see you all in the morning, though. God bless. Take care. See you in 22.